The Navy's global supply chain for parts and other supplies is vastly complicated, as you might imagine. And as it stands now, parts of it have too much inventory, others have too little. To help balance things, the Naval Supply Systems Command is turning to a private sector concept called an Integrated Supply Chain Control Tower. It uses the Navy's data warehouses plus machine learning to build better forecasts of what's needed when and where. Kurt Wendelken is the vice commander of NAVSUP. He spoke about the control tower idea with Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. In commercial industry, the supply chain control tower is used to track parts in a system, and it sends an alarm when there's a downstream shortage that's going to impact production or an anticipated downstream shortage that's going to impact production. So for us, the way the Navy does business is that, you know, it all starts with a program office and a program manager, and they they are at the, the pinnacle of the sustainment of a particular weapon system. And that program manager needs to ensure that the Navy's got a sufficient number of that weapon system available and ready to fight. And that objective is easy to understand and is pretty clear, but it's difficult to ensure. So the idea of the control tower is that it enables the program manager to use the primary lever that they have to ensure readiness, which is providing funding to the right level for each of the readiness generators. So maintenance, repair of repairable parts, engineering, and brand new spare parts for the right level. But it's kind of unclear what the right level is. There's a real integration effect that is needed, and there's also a delay with these different kinds of inputs where they're not always available as quickly as someone might need them. So um, the control tower addresses this problem. The control tower is a visibility and simulation tool, and it gives that program manager visibility into the flow of parts and repairs throughout the system that contribute to the readiness of that weapon system. In addition, the control tower has a simulation capability um, that enables it to forecast if there will be a shortage of a particular part in the future that's going to impact readiness. So simulation isn't really something new. Simulation is something that NAVSUP has done, I would say, 40 years maybe. Um, So simulation has been a key part of how we've forecasted what parts are needed and when. But the new innovation of the control tower is the simulation combined with a new degree of integration across a wide set of data to give program managers a new level of insight. Um, And so an analogy that I think is useful is the one of a convenience store. A retailer at a convenience store sends an order to a distributor, and that distributor sends the order to a factory. The store owner, the distributor, and the factory are all each independently making their own forecasts based on their history of orders and trends of new orders. But when demand goes up or down, it can cause a problem because of the lag time it takes the store owner's order to reach the factory, and then for that order to come back to the retail store, the store owner or distributor usually ends up with too much or too little of what they need on their store shelves. And so it also makes that store owner either to dramatically over or under order to get rid of inventory to make up for the gap. And that's exactly the problem with our supply chain, except it's much more complex. Our sustainment chain for a weapon system has many parts of our supply chain making forecasts based on historical demand. 
And in some places we have too much inventory and on other places we may not have enough inventory. So using the control tower, we've done two things to address this problem. We're integrating data from each of the different parts of the supply chain and putting those into a single simulation instead of the individual simulations that we used to do or others would do on our behalf. Using the single simulation, we're now able to give a target to each part of the sustainment supply chain as opposed to each part of the supply chain guessing with separate forecasts. In addition, we've taken historical data forecasts, which are normal forecasts, to use machine learning um, in our forecast. And what the machine learning does is it uses algorithms to take into accounts that will predict changes in weapon system usage that we may not have captured through historical demand. So I'm, I'm guessing none of this really makes sense to even try unless you're pretty darn confident in the quality of the data that's coming into the system. And, and I'm going to guess you probably weren't so confident 40 years ago when you were doing simulations. So if I'm right about that, what's what's changed recently to enable all this? So uh, you hear it talked about in the media, uh, you know, the quote unquote big data, but we, we are now uh, taking advantage of very, very large data stores that different members of the sustainment team have. So Navair has data, we have our own data, uh, an original equipment manufacturer, the, the person that originally made that weapon system has data, the people that are repairing uh, weapon systems both in the Navy and outside of the Navy, they have all that data. And then using very, very large data stores that are able to very rapidly process those, we're able to take all that data together and then use it to make these predictions even where there are cases where the data quality may not be perfect, because you have so much data, you're able to kind of smooth the impact that those errors would have had in the past. So maybe you can say a little bit about the tool itself. I think you're only in a pilot phase at the moment. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. But but is it a, something you were able to just grab off the shelf that's already being used in industry, or did it require some new development here? So the actual control tower is a pilot. The data stores themselves are not really pilots. Both us and Navair have different uh, data stores where we pull data to do these simulations. And so the one in, in that we use here is called uh, NDP or Navy Data Platform. That's the one that NavSup runs. And then Navair has a bunch that we're using particularly here. And that we've, we've had a developer helping us uh, develop the supply chain control tower. So yeah, it's it's just a pilot. We're looking to uh, to expand the concept because it's really working out well to to other aviation weapon systems, and then to roll it out to the rest of the weapon systems that NavSup supports. Can you tell me a little bit more about what leads you to think that it's working out well? So we've had examples where it's worked, and particularly was with the F eighteen Super Hornet initiative. So Navy along with the rest of DOD, received guidance from the Secretary of Defense that we were to achieve 80% readiness on our aviation weapons systems. For F-18 Hornets, that was uh, manifested in what we refer to as 341. So 341 Super Hornets was the target that we were set. So we built that first control tower for the Super Hornets, and in creating that control tower, we're already seeing how to close the gaps that show up in the example that we gave previously. 
We're also able to give better targets to the Defense Logistics Agency, DLA, who helps us with piece parts for repair. And through that, um, we're, we're able to improve the organic repair that Navy's doing to F-18 components. And we're also updating our contracts with the commercial repair entities in order to better stabilize the system. The F-18 control tower that we've piloted we're starting to turn that to other weapon systems, and um, and and we suspect we will also be able to do similar things with them that we've done with the F-18. Just to clarify on something, is is this? I mean, are there going to be distinct control towers for every system, or is is there one that covers the entire enterprise? So I think the um, eventually we will get to the place where where we have a single control tower that has all. The weapon systems together in one place. Right now, we just have the one. And as we expand, we're going to build on that. And so, yeah, the intent is definitely not to have individual weapon systems, but some place where um, where we can go and look at all the weapon systems that, that we want to support. And then folks who are more deeply involved in supporting a particular weapon system can use filters and different things to kind of focus their attention on whatever is being presented on their computer screen. But at the same time, it sounds like even with that more integrated approach, the end customer for all this is, 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 or the main supported customer is really that individual program manager that you mentioned at the beginning. So it's the, it's the program manager, but ultimately it's the fleet. You know, we, we are part of the program manager's team supporting the fleet. But at the end of all this, you know, we want the fleet to have fewer back orders and we want them to perceive a more a smoother supply system that's supporting them when they need things to uh, to keep their weapon systems up. In the future, we don't want the fleet to even have to deal with the back order in the first place. And I think um, as this initiative develops, I think we'll get much better at predicting when we are going to have a need and we'll have that material available to meet the need. Kurt Wendelkin is the vice commander of Naval Supply Systems Command, speaking with Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. Check out Jared's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at Pluralsight.com slash vision. <coughs> Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. It's in our nature.